Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Great to have your company on Sports Day. This is Thursday night, and let's talk some tennis with Tennis West CEO Brett Patton, who has got a big 24 hours coming up with uh, so an awards night on our doorstep. Brett, thanks for your time tonight. Always a pleasure, Skeet. You're right. We've got a big awards night tomorrow night at the Optus Stadium. It's our Tennis West Gala. It's our night of night, the equivalent of the Brownlow or the Sandover Medal, and looking forward to celebrating all the great and wonderful efforts from clubs to coaches to players and all officials. So it's going to be a wonderful night of recognition tomorrow night. Well, we know it's been difficult for some sports with COVID over the past couple of years. How tough has it been in the tennis fraternity locally? Well, tennis, funnily enough, uh, it's a community sport. It's a distant sport. You can, you're can effectively about 20 metres apart when you're playing from one end of the court to the other. So COVID, funnily enough, Skid, has been very kind to tennis. We've seen an incredible rate of increase in participation from juniors all the way through to seniors. And COVID's almost been uh, our friend in a lot of ways because, like I said, um, the amount of people picking up a racket and getting down to a whether it's a local club or a council court or a school court has, has increased over the last two years. So, you know, people are flooding back to tennis in droves. You mentioned the awards tomorrow night and some of your, your best local talent will be on it. Hard to go past what we saw from Matty Ebden on, on so many fronts during the year with his success uh, overseas and, and what he's done for the sport here in WA. Can you put that into words? Yeah, it's been simply incredible. And kudos to Matty Ebden. He's such an incredible hard worker. I mean, he's in his sort of mid-30s at the moment. He was formerly number two ranked Australian player in the singles uh, probably about 10 or so years ago. Played Davis Cup about 10 years ago. He finds himself back in the Davis Cup team only recently playing in Germany. So, you know, for him this year, certainly has been a standout year. He made the final of the Australian Open doubles alongside his good mate, Max Purcell. They lost to the special Ks in Kokonakis and Kyrgios in the final of the, the men's Australian Open doubles, but then backed it up. I mean, I know he'd been putting in a significant block of training. They, he and Max Purcell had really eyed. They'd been sort of quietly confident about their efforts or their their, their chances at Wimbledon this year. And... You know, that final they played, five sets, super tiebreaker in that fifth set to capture his very, very first men's doubles title there at Wimbledon. And the way that him and Max fell to the ground, um, you know, in a unified falling format was just simply remarkable. It's certainly one for the ages. But, you know, he's, he's had a wonderful year and also getting through to the final of the mixed doubles here with Sam Stoza at Wimbledon. And he's really put uh, WA tennis on the map, certainly from a global standpoint, and, and continues to do that. I mean, his form this year has been simply exceptional and, Unfortunately for him, there was no points, no AT points being carried at Wimbledon because of the issues they had with uh, banning the Russians and the Belarusians. So the ATP sanctioned and made sure they took some points away from Wimbledon this year, which is a real shame, a bit like Nick Kyrgios. So his, his doubles ranking would be a lot higher than what it is, but he's finishing the year incredibly strongly and we'll see him back here probably in a couple of weeks and do a solid block of training before he heads into the Australian Open. So... You know, he's had an incredible year and my fingers crossed he has an incredible summer for uh, for himself and certainly for WA Tennis. 
So after we move away from the awards night, we get into the State League returning. Brett, what can you tell us about that? Yeah, big State League this season. A lot happening around the best clubs. We've got eight men's clubs and eight and six women's clubs competing in this year's WA Tennis West State League Championships. And, you know, we've got some wonderful players and wonderful clubs. And, you know, it just it is the premier club tennis league right across Australia with the envy of all the other states as far as our competitions are concerned. And, you know, we've got about 8,000 people that pick up a racket and play tennis for their club here in WA across this summer. And, you know, looking forward to another really, really big state league season. A lot of great players coming across to play it. And, you know, we've got some standout players, uh, local local talent, not just some of the global talent that's going to come back and play. We're ambitiously, we'd love to see Matty Ebden pick up a racket. He, he played a couple of matches in the last couple of seasons for Alexander Park. Uh, and Stormy Sanders, obviously winning the US Open mixed doubles with Johnny Pierce. Uh, she's been a, uh, a player who's absolutely loved and, and, and really enjoyed her time playing State League over many, many seasons. She lives in Melbourne now. So when she comes back and visits the family, we're trying to pinch it and get her in and play for a club during State League. But, you know, it's a really competitive and, like I said, it's the best uh, Premier League competition in, in certainly in Australia. How encouraged are you, Brett, by some of the young women coming through the ranks? Because I believe there's some exceptional talent and there are high hopes without putting too much pressure on some of these young ladies who are doing some really nice things at a young age. Oh, they certainly are. I mean, we've got three exceptional athletes coming out of WA. Talia Gibson, she's won three ITF World Tour titles this year, two in America, and then backed it up coming and winning one here in Queensland uh, only a matter of a month or so ago. And her world ranking is on the rise, sits inside sort of the 350 mark at the moment. And Young Taylor Preston, and Taylor's been really concentrating on the ITF junior circuit at the moment, and she's ranked number 10 in the world, and that's the highest junior ranking, certainly in the female ranks that we've seen since Ash Barty dominated the junior ranks. So that's a pretty good sign for Taylor Preston. And, and like I said, we've got young Lily Fairclough, and Lily's a, a terrific young athlete, left-hander, played for Henson Park in the State League. She's now part of the Tennis Australia's High Performance Academy located over in Queensland. Um, and she came across here only a matter of about three or four weeks ago and represented WA in the state school children's championship called the Pizzy Cup. And she took out, not only did they win the team's events in the Pizzy Cup, the boys and the girls defeated all the other states, but she also won the Australian Cup, which is the individual singles championships. And she's only one of four West Australians to win that title over the last 50 years of the Pizzy Cup being played. So, you know, we got three incredibly talented young female athletes coming out of our ranks and we're incredibly proud of their achievements and, and looking forward to them really springboarding and, and making a real name for themselves over the, last, over the next 12, 24 months. Absolutely. The Pizzy Cup, an outstanding achievement for WA Tennis. On a broader scale, uh, we know the Hopman Cup, uh, much loved and has moved on now, but anything that might give our, our tennis listeners uh, some optimism, some excitement about this summer as to what you're trying to, to drag uh, onto our shores? That's a great question, Skeet. And we all saw the ATP Cup, and that pretty much took over from the Hopman Cup. And a lot of people don't really understand why we lost the Hopman Cup. And the reason we lost the Hopman Cup is because the ATP wanted to put in a new men's team competition to compete against the Davis Cup. And traditionally, the Davis Cup had been in 100 years of competition. It was a male-only tournament, just like the Federation Cup, which is now the Billie Jean King Cup for the women. And they determined that they wanted to go head-to-head with the ITF and their Davis Cup. But Right now, there's uh, some announcements to be made over the weekend, Skeet, and just keep your eye on some of the announcements that are going to come out. But uh, we're looking and leaning towards a mixed team competition, uh, and we're looking to make some announcements around about that uh, in the next week or so because that's going to 
We've got a place on the map. It's going to start around the 29th of December and run through to about the 4th of January. I can't give you too much detail right now, but uh, there'll be some more announcements coming our way. But it's great to see world-class tennis back here in Perth. Certainly will be, and that's a nice little tease as well to uh, keep our eyes and ears tuned for Sunday. But before we let you go, uh, we can't have a tennis guest on Sports Day and not ask about the uh, great Roger Federer's retirement. Uh, your thoughts on his career and also how it all wrapped up? Yeah, sad day in sport, isn't it? I mean, what a year. We've seen Roger Federer retire. We've seen the great Serena Williams hang up her rackets as well. And, you know, it, uh, you know he transcends tennis. I mean, he's a global sporting superstar. You know, his ability to be able to relate to everyone who plays sport across the globe has been simply exceptional for the best part of 20 years. And, you know, to see him hang up his, his racket the way he did at the Rod Laver, or the Laver Cup, um, was quite emotional. We saw those famous pictures of him sitting courtside with Rafa Nadal holding hands, both of them in tears, knowing this is the last time they'd ever be sharing the court together or sharing a game against each other. And, you know, what he's done to tennis is a bit like what Michael Jordan did to basketball. You know, he really put it on the, in the spotlight. Uh, he influenced many, many children right across the world to go down and pick up a tennis racket and get onto a tennis court. But I don't think we'll ever see another tennis player quite like Roger Federer. The artistry in which he played the game the way that he conducted himself on the court, the way he conducted himself off the court. And he made more money in sponsors off the court than he made on the court. He's making about $100 million a year with his sponsors and about $10 million a year on average just with his prize money. And, you know, he far and away supersedes any other tennis player as far as endorsements are concerned. And, but it's a sad day. We haven't lost him to tennis. I know he's going to be around. He does love the game. It's been in his blood since, you know, he had his, his first coach was an Australian called Peter Carter. Um, Peter was a South Australian player and coach and moved over to Switzerland and, and really did a lot of great work in honing the skills of uh, Roger Federer. And Roger always pays homage to Peter every time he plays in Australia and also invites Peter's family out to the Australian Open. He keeps that pretty low key. Unfortunately, Peter died many, many years ago through tragic circumstances. But still honours um, Peter, Peter's name. Um, you know, so there's some great ties into Australia for Roger Federer. But what can I say? You know, one of the greatest, if not the greatest of all time, not just the fact that he's won so many Grand Slams, held, you know, the most, almost the second now, most amount of weeks at number one, superseded by Novak Djokovic. But I think the way that he just got people to watch the game of tennis, to love the game of tennis, I think for me, there's no question he is with a, he is the star and he is the best player that I've ever seen play the game. Brett, well summarised on so many fronts. Uh, enjoy and best of luck tomorrow night at the Tennis West Gala Awards night. Thanks for being part of Sports Day. We'll talk tennis with you soon. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to your MC work there tomorrow night, Skeet. Thank you very much, Brett. Brett Patton, uh, Tennis West CEO, joining us, telling us about a potential big tournament coming our way uh, on the weekend, uh, announcement at least, and can't wait to hear what that is. Thanks to Barbecues Galore. Go to iCanWin.com.au to win a Ziggy by Ziggler and Brown barbecue this summer. More of Sports Day right after this. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.